Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Bradley Thompson here, and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, episode number 69. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to tell you about DigiHype Media. DigiHype Media is a local digital marketing company based in Mississauga, Ontario, and they do everything from social media marketing to website design to SEO. So check them out at digihypemedia.ca. That's D-I-G-I-H-Y-P-E media.ca. Also, we started a bike company. It's called Relentless Bikes, and the spring is coming. It's coming real quick, so make sure you get yourself some awesome gear, but also an awesome fixie bike to cruise around the city. You can check out RelentlessBikes.com or just Relentless Bikes on social media. We have awesome giveaways and awesome products that you can check out, so RelentlessBikes.com for all that info. With that being said, let's hop into today's episode. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Bradley Thompson here, and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, episode number 69. We are here, and we're ready to rock and roll, okay? We've been busy the last couple weeks, but we're back, okay? We're back, ready to rock, and we got some awesome stuff planned today, okay? Today, we are just doing a solo pod, a little solo episode, but this is going to be good, okay? got lots of stuff to talk about lots of stuff on the agenda i hope everybody's doing well i hope people are a little bit more positive now because the warm weather is coming in canada it's finally at a bearable temperature um the snow has been melted we're good now um i know in some parts of canada they're probably going to be getting snow probably throughout the summer because that's just how canada is but in ontario you know the weather is finally getting a little bit better and the weather's warming up, which is nice. That brings everybody's, you know, spirits back up. So that's definitely a benefit that's going on right now. But um, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, you know, life's been busy lately. Life has been busy. And, you know, I always say life's busy, but life has been definitely extremely busy lately. And, you know, I wanted to do this podcast today, talk about some training stuff that's going on in my life, but also some stuff that's happening right now in the real world okay so we got lots of stuff to chat about today that's what's up and i don't know um if y'all have been working out hard but i definitely have been um you know and i know a lot of people are looking to get into fitness this year which is great that's always a benefit and you know if you ever have any questions feel free to let me know i love helping um, people out especially when they're getting started on their journey whether it's running or cycling um but yeah, I've been working out real hard lately. It's been a it's been a beast. It's been a beast. I've been doing lots of online races just for fun. Um, and I actually just started um, trying out this brand new cycling platform. It's called RGT Cycling. I usually use Zwift. That's just like the standard. There's also things like Ruby and Full Gas. I've tried all those. Um, but my main platform that I use for online indoor training is called Zwift because you can do like workouts there. You can do like races, all that sort of good stuff. It's basically the mainstream you know, hub for online cycling. But there's this new app. It's called RGT Cycling. I was checking it out because it has a freemium model. So you can sign up for free. Um, you know, you just have to have obviously a smart trainer to sign up, but yeah, it's been pretty fun so far. It's different than Zwift because the, um, technical sort of features that it has are a little bit different 
it's supposed to be more realistic. So like when you're drafting in a group of people in a Peloton, you know, you can save more watts. It also shows you um, your watts that you're saving. But also when you're going into corners on Zwift, you can just fly through those corners. It doesn't stop you. But in this game, it actually slows you down. Um, and it shows you like the watts that you're wasting uh, by trying to sprint through a corner. So it's very interesting. Um, I did a couple races on it. Uh, I did like a Criterium, which was great. That was my first race that I did on it. I was just like, you know, give it a go. Um, I think I came fourth or third. I think I came third. I think I came third. Yeah, I came third. Um, and then I ended up doing a another road race, but this wasn't a crit. This was a road race, but it was a circuit. The route that I chose was the worst route of all time. And because this is a new cycling app, there's not as many people on it as Zwift, so they don't have as many events like races and group rides. So I just picked whatever was happening. And it was a spicy ride. I ended up actually live streaming this um, race and it was a hilly, hilly race. There were a couple climbs on that race that were just death. It went up to over 20% grade absolutely insane and what i noticed from this game compared to zwift is that the gradients seem a lot harder on rgt so if you're planning on doing some rgt racing or you're trying to you know planning and trying it out the gradients are a lot harder for that it's just insane i don't know why but it is like i did a um a course a few days later on zwift and it was a 15 percent grade and it was just like whatever compared to what I felt on RGT. I was on my lightest gear, my lightest plate, absolutely insane. But that was very spicy. And um, I ended up live streaming that one. I, I plan on sort of live streaming some races once in a while. I don't have Zwift on my computer, so I can't live stream Zwift. So I'll, I'll live stream some um, RGT races, because why not? Um, I know some people want to see what's going on. And I find it pretty entertaining. It's fun. Um, I can give my commentary while I'm suffering and dying on the bike. I think it's cool for everybody. Um, but yeah, I ended up live streaming that. It was, I think, about an hour. And I don't know. It's sort of like a glimpse into what goes on in my training. So you guys can sort of see. You know, it was just a fun race. It wasn't for money or anything. It was just for fun. And, you know, it's just cool to sort of push yourself in a variety of different ways. And these online platforms allow you to sort of change up your training once in a while. So you don't have to just... You know, look at the wall. You don't have to just watch a TV show or say, you know, do a workout. You can also do races or group rides, which is great. And, you know, it forces you to take an easy day once in a while or push yourself to the limit once in a while as well. So that's been fun. I also did a race recently, which was yesterday. And I tried out this race on RGT, which was basically a series of races. So there's a bunch of different races. They're shorter because you're doing the races back to back to back. So the first race that you do is actually a criterium and it is only six kilometers long. It's a short criterium. It's sweet, but, um, you know, it was probably 40 people in this crit. So it was fast. It was a very fast crit criterium. You know, I ended up with the bunch at the end of this, you know, sprint. Um, didn't win the sprint or anything. I was, I think I came like 14th or something, um, just because I was just in the bunch and, um, you know, right after that, there was a uh, race called the Kieran, which is actually like a track racing um, race. And it's very interesting because it's on like a outdoor velodrome, they call it. Uh, so this was, no, that race wasn't on the velodrome. This was on like just some criterium circuit. Um, but it's 1.5 kilometers, so not long at all, but it's flat out. So the first two laps, you're behind a bot pacer. So you have to 
you know, obviously stay behind them. You can't pass them and just try to break away because you'll get, uh, you know, disqualified. So you stay behind that person for two laps and then the final lot, it's flat out and it is flat out. So I did that race, came fourth. So I qualified for the finals. And then we moved on to the, um, the elimination race. This one I was looking forward to and it caught me off guard. I've never done these um, types of races on this digital platform before, like an elimination race. They don't have that on Zwift. So totally new to me. Um, every two laps, three people get eliminated, the last three people. If you get lapped, you get eliminated as well. And, you know, when you think about getting lapped, it's very easy to get lapped because this is actually you know, a very short course is like, I think 500 meters. It's a velodrome. Um, but on top of that, the minute you get dropped, you know, the Peloton's just flying. So in the middle of the race, I actually ended up losing the Peloton because there was a break in the Peloton and I didn't catch it in time. And I really regret it. I should have put on a heavier gear and, um, yeah, I just missed the break of the Peloton and, um, ended up getting, uh, dropped on that one and then obviously got passed after so that was a rough one but now I know next time you know you got to stay at the top the entire race you can't miss those breaks because just the amount of power the peloton's pulling it's just you know the minute you see that break you got to stay on it if you miss it for a split second you're gone off the back and that's just how it goes and then we had the last race which was the Kieran final um, and this is all for fun and that was a good one too that was 1.5 kilometers, you know, two laps, sort of getting the pace up there, flying, and um, then the last lap just cruising. And I ended up coming third in that final, and that was lots of fun getting those watts up. So really fun time, you know, very different than Zwift, very different than a lot of the races that I've done. You know, Zwift only has like the standard races, like road, uh, road races, criteriums. I wish they added stuff like this because it's a very cool feature. So like I would definitely be down to do that more um, more often because it definitely changes sort of your strategies, but also um, it's high intensity efforts for like a short period of time. So it's very interesting um, to do once in a while. So I definitely plan on doing some more of that stuff and maybe I will stream some of that stuff because it's just unique in terms of the racing. And, you know, it's not like sort of a like a road race where you're super invested the entire race and you may be, you know, sucking some wheel um, and it's like 30 kilometers long. These efforts are super short. So you got to be high intensity the entire time. So high heart rate, it's just all power. So very fun time. I plan on um, doing some more live streaming. So check out, you know, on YouTube, Bradley Thompson vlogs. That's just my YouTube name. Um, you can check that out and, um, you know, subscribe, but also stay tuned for more live streams because, it was lots of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, another thing that I've been doing for training lately, which has just been sort of keeping the motivation up and just changing it up. And this is just for fun. Um, you know, it's not for money or anything. As I said before, like these online races are just for fun, just for training exercises. But I've been doing something called the Zwift Duathlon League. And basically every single week on Wednesday, you do a duathlon. It's only the bike and the run. It's not run, bike, run, but it's a bike and a run. And it's just like a great little event. So 35 minutes on the bike and then right after you have a 10 minute transition and then you're on the run and the run is only 15 minutes. So short and sweet, all power, all pain. So it's really good because it forces you to not only push yourself, but um, to practice the elements of like a duathlon. And um, you know, whether it's in the TT position or just pushing high watts or 
just trying to get your pace down. And, you know, it's been lots of fun. The only issue with, like, these online races sometimes, um, especially the, the running ones, is that, you know, there's such a difference in the tools that people are using in terms of things like uh, in terms of things like the treadmill, right? Everybody has different treadmills, right? It's not just, like, standard treadmills that people use, but also the way that people are sort of collecting their data, there's a lot of differences. So, like, you know, in terms of, say, the way that I collect my data, I use a Zwift run pod, but there's other brands of run pods out there. Some may be more accurate, some may be inaccurate. Like I can tell you right off the bat that, you know, definitely my running speeds on Zwift are a lot slower than they are in real life, which is very weird. And I've tried to calibrate it. Um, you know, maybe it's the treadmill, uh, maybe it just feels harder. I don't know what the issue is, but you know, it just feels a lot slower, but also the pacing as if I were to run outside, which is very weird. But, you know, that's just part of the virtual racing. And hopefully, you know, they fixed that one day. But, you know, that may just be uh, fixed by things like Bluetooth treadmills in the future. You know what I mean? Um, everybody having one of those. So that may be, you know, something that they do. But even the same thing with cycling trainers, right? Everybody's got different cycling trainers. Um, you know, these cycling apps, depending on what they are, like Zwift is really good. And they'll be you know, close to what you are. There's other apps out there that may not be as accurate and that's just how it is. Right. Um, but you know, people use smart trainers. Some people use, you know, speed and cadence sensor and all that stuff takes into account, um, you know, the proud power and the performance of the person. So, you know, it's just one of those things. That's just how it is. But aside from all that stuff, it's just for fun anyways, you know, it's just a sort of weekly race to just test yourself and to sort of push yourself in the brick workout scenario, the run bike, the bike run scenario. So it's been lots of fun. I've been really enjoying it. I think there's only three weeks left or two weeks left, um, but it's been lots of fun. I've been really enjoying it. And it's just something to add to the schedule and to just keep it fun. And I think that's something that a lot of people miss when it comes to training, especially when it comes to training indoors, is you got to keep it fun. You can't keep it dreadful. I read this quote a while ago from a um, triathlete, a pro triathlete Canadian, um, Cody Beals. He said, January heroes make October zeros. And that is so true. You know, if you try to kill yourself in January when there's no races and you're just training, you're not going to see those results. You know, there's no point in getting an injury. There's no point in just killing yourself in terms of workouts. Um, you know, obviously you got to work out hard anyways, but in terms of like um, just overdoing it and, you know, feeling down about yourself, it's still early. You know what I mean? Even though it's March, it's still early in the season and, you know, I'm still building um, that base. So in terms of like these exercises, it's important to stay, you know, keep it fun, enjoy the stuff that you're doing as well. You know, I think that's something that a lot of people miss, especially when it comes to any sort of working out. Even if you're doing it casually, you got to do the stuff that you enjoy. You know, everything that you're going to do, you may not enjoy. Like long training sessions may be dreadful, but you know, you do it for a specific reason. So, you know, that is your motivating factor, but you don't have to just worry about the results every single workout. Focus on things like, um, you know, can you get a little bit better, right? Even just putting in the work that day, just getting the workout done. That's an achievement in itself, right? But not every day has to be sort of work, work, work. Sometimes you can just change it up, um, you know, change up your workout or just change up, you know, you're doing a race instead of a group ride or you're doing a group ride instead of a race or you're just going for a casual stroll. You know what I mean? 
all of these things help with your building, that training, um, getting fitter, but it's not as dreadful, you know, when it comes to just sticking to the training plan. Sometimes you just got to change it up just for, you know, you know, your mental health, to be honest. Like, I know that it can be dreadful working out in the basement, especially in these Canadian winters. Um, you know, I work out in the basement and our Canadian winters are so long. It's just cold for so long. It's snowing, it's raining, and the conditions to run outside are just not good. The warm weather is finally coming, but during those times, you know, it's tough. It's tough to go into the gym every single day and have that motivation. So changing up your training plan once in a while, that's a positive thing. Whether you enjoy hopping into a race here and there, you know, it keeps it interesting and it keeps you on your toes, right? Just going in there and doing the same workout every single time, that's not going to get you the gains that you want. You know what I mean? But it is important to stay consistent. As I've always said, you got to stay disciplined. As long as you're doing something, it's better than nothing, right? Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things, especially during the Canadian winters. It's rough. It is definitely rough. And it's something that, you know, I know probably a lot of people struggle with. Uh, especially if there's snow on the ground, because I don't run out in the snow. I'm not that kind of person. I don't bike in the snow. You can't even do that when there's a lot of snow on the ground. It's not safe. Um, so I'm not that, you know, I don't go out a lot in the winter. It's a lot of treadmill. So, you know, finally the warm weather is coming so I can finally get back outside and my legs are probably going to feel it because I haven't really experienced that in a while. And I know a lot of people are probably just like, that doesn't make sense. You should be running outside. But it's just like, I'm not running in the snow. I'm not running when it's minus 10. I'm, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, my body's not designed for that sort of, um, that pain, but it's all, it's all good. That's all part of it, right? That's what we live. That's what we do. Um, but yeah, the warm weather's here. Hopefully we get some races this year. I know a lot of people are probably wondering like, Brad, what are you doing for races this year? Like, what's the situation because of the pandemic? Well, last year, everything was closed, which was very depressing. And hopefully this year we get some races. A lot of the local races are like up in the air still. So they're not going to announce anything until probably a few weeks before. And their registration is just going to fill up for sure. So, you know, I got to stay sort of diligent and say, hey, like what's going on? You know, the minute they announce, I need to make sure that I get a race just for um, my sanity. Uh, so hopefully we get some races this year. Hopefully, you know, we don't go back into lockdown. Um, because it sucks. It sucks to not have any races to work towards because these are the things that keep you going, right? Um, to test yourself, to really put yourself out there and just doing one race, even if it's just one race, it's, it's great to do a race, but you need more, you know, because especially if you didn't perform well in that race, that's just going to be a tough one to experience all day or all year. I mean, um, I remember not last year because everything was canceled last year, the year before, in the fall, my last duathlon race, and I've definitely said this before, but my last duathlon race, I missed the turn on the last run. I missed the turnaround point on the last run. I think I was in, I want to say I was in fifth place. I was in top 10 for sure. Maybe fifth or ninth. I don't remember what the number was, but I was in top 10. And then I missed the turnaround on that run. Because I guess I was just so dialed in. And this is a mistake I'm never going to make again. Always be um, on the lookout for the turnaround. It's very important. And I missed the turnaround and that just destroyed my race. I went like a kilometer too far. Turnaround, I'm just like, this does not make sense. This this is freaking 
BS. And I turned around and I was just like, damn it. And I just like was like going as fast as I could, but I lost so many positions. I think I can't came in the twenties after that because so many people passed me after that, which is so unfortunate because I was crushing the bike. I was feeling real good on the bike and I gained positions on the bike, did well on the first run. And then I just lost it on the last run, which is very unfortunate, very frustrating. But you know, that's what happens sometimes. That's all part of you know, multi-sport and it's a learning experience, right? It's one of those things that you learn and hopefully you never make that mistake again. And I will never do that again. I need to make sure that I'm on my toes and I'm being um, <laughs> diligent with the courses and the race cut off. And that's just how it is, right? Um, if you've ever made that mistake in a race or a competition, let me know in the comments. Let me know. Um, hit me up on Twitter. I would love to hear your race or competition bluffs, you know? the experiences that you've had where you just sort of made a huge mistake. And that's just like one of those mistakes. You're just like, damn it, cost me like the entire race. I was doing well and then I just lost it. I forget what position I was in, but um, I don't know. It was just, it's it's been playing on my mind literally the last two years. And um, yeah, because that was literally the last race. Maybe not last two years, but you know, a year and a half, which is tough. It's tough. That was my last multi-sport race. And it still plays in my head. I can't believe I missed that cutoff. I was so angry after that race too. I was very angry at myself. And I'm still, I still am. But I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to learn from that mistake. But that's just how it is. Um, so yeah, so hopefully we get some races this year. Hopefully we get the, um, the uh, multi-sport world championships. I'm supposed to be doing the Almero multi-sport world championships in the Netherlands in September. I also am supposed to um, be doing a uh, super sprint triathlon at the uh, Tri World Championships in August, thinking about doing it. Um, so hopefully I'm able to do one of those, at least for the experience to race, to get after it. Hopefully we have some local races on top of that. But it all depends. You know, everything's up in the air. But I'm really being hopeful that we get some stuff this year. You know, if you are doing a specific sport, I would love to hear how your sport has been impacted by, um, you know, pandemic, COVID. You know, especially if it's a team sport, I assume that most of the stuff is canceled, which sucks. Um, and it's just tough. It's tough. Even before this, I was playing um, in a basketball league once a week just for fun. Great cardio, too. Different type of cardio than, you know, the multi-sport cardio because that's, uh, you know, basketball and just like soccer, all those sort of team sports, lots of explosivity, you know, high burst movements. And, you know, it's a different type of cardio. So it was actually very good for me. Um, and I definitely missed that because I was just straight up balling on these people. You know, it's just one of those things you just straight up balling on these people. But um, hopefully, you know, we get stuff back and um, hopefully you get your sport back too. It's not just all about me. It's all about you too. I hope you get to play some sports as well. But um, yeah, training's been good. Life's been busy as it is, and, um, you know, we're just getting through it. One thing that I wanted to say for the book of the day today is going to be Take um, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willenick. So this is a classic um, book about ownership, and it's by the great Jocko Willenick. He is an ex-Navy SEAL. He's a beast. Um, it's a very interesting book because he talks about, you know, his experience with the SEALs, um, and just the things that he's learned along the way, but also the importance of taking ownership, being a leader, right? Not making excuses. And I think that's something that a lot of people 
especially nowadays, need to learn. Stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. Okay? The excuses are only for yourself. You're trying to make yourself feel better, but you're not convincing anybody. Okay? People know when you're making excuses, you're not convincing anybody. Okay? Take ownership. If you made a mistake, just take ownership of it. Right? If you have not been performing your best, you know, just be honest with yourself. Be real. Making excuses is not going to make you feel better because you know deep down that you did not get that done, that you're lying to yourself. Do not make the excuses. And this book called Extreme Ownership will help you sort of get a better perspective about the importance of taking ownership, the importance of not making excuses, the importance of getting things done. And I think this is something that a lot of people need to hear. Um, you know, especially when it comes to things like side projects, businesses, even working out and stuff like that. You know, don't make excuses. You know, people don't want to listen to your excuses. You know, you need to produce results. Okay? That's what speaks volumes. You know, people don't care about the excuses. You're not trying to, you know, you're not convincing anybody because people can see through that. Okay? The only reason you're making excuses is to make yourself feel better. But you know what will make you feel even better, even more I guess, positive about yourself is taking ownership. Even if you made a mistake, it's better to take ownership and sort of figure out what you've done wrong instead of denying it with excuses. Because the only way to improve as a person is to learn from your mistakes, to learn from the things that you've done and just keep improving and optimizing your life. You know, don't keep doing the same thing over and over, making excuses for that mistake over and over because you're not going to improve. You're not going to stop that from happening again. If you want to get better, if you want to live a more fulfilling life, grow as a person, you got to take ownership. And that book will help you sort of do that. Um, Jocko is a beast. He's a monster. He does a lot of stuff with David Goggins. And um, he's just amazing. He's just an amazing person. Um, absolutely love it. Super inspiring. Same with David Goggins, who's a beast. He did this, you know, and that brings me to David Goggins. He did this, um, this challenge recently, which is the four by four by 48. So every four hours, um, you run four miles for 48 hours. He did this challenge and he sort of challenged a bunch of people. And a lot of people online did it. And this was, I think last week. Um, absolutely insane. I was actually thinking about doing it, but I didn't want to just be wrecked. Um, even though it was over the weekend, I needed to do some marking and stuff like that for my jobs. <laughs> but, um, you know, the mornings would be dreadful with that. Only getting four hours of or less than four hours of sleep because, you know, it may take you half an hour to complete four miles, but, you know, you don't get four hours of sleep. You only get the time that you have. It would be dreadful. I, I don't know about that one. Um, maybe in the future I would try that. Uh, if it was 24 hours, I think it would be doable. But the 48 hours, man, damn it. Crazy. But Jocko is in the same class of the hard person as David Goggins. Absolute monsters. Um, but that's just how it is. That's just how it is. You got to get that inspiration from these people. App of the day is going to be from a person called David Dobrik, he started this app, he's a YouTuber, he started this app called Dispo, and it's a disposable camera app, and basically you can take cam uh, pictures in this disposal disposable camera filter, and it looks really cool, it looks like a classic disposable camera. They actually just launched 
this app and it's open to everybody now before it was just like only for iOS users but also on top of that they officially launched it they launched profiles on this app so you can actually claim your profile even if you don't use the app I always recommend people claiming their username at least you have it you know for the future it's better than nothing um, but you know it's an interesting app I don't know if it's for everybody I don't know if it's for me not really for me but it's worth checking out because you may enjoy the uh, camera feature I know a lot of people enjoy the camera feature because it does look cool for sure um, but is it for everybody is it gonna be the next Instagram I don't I don't know about that um, just because of the UX design I don't think it's um, up to standards with the other social networks yet I find it really confusing um, even like things like searching people on this app it doesn't like propagate doesn't give you any recommendations of people to follow follow you have to know their username it's very I don't know they need to make some adjustments for sure to make it more user-friendly um, but the whole idea of the disposable camera thing very cool and um, I love the concept the pictures come out really cool too it definitely looks um, nostalgic for sure so that's the app of the day and um, you know this other app that I've been using lately which I've talked about many times before is Clubhouse and I joined this group on Clubhouse which is just it was just like an open group um, they were just talking it was called it was this guy named Mac or something that he was like an ex NFL player or something and he he was like hosting this group and it was hilarious it was called steady Macking because I guess of the person named Mac um, and it was called shoot your shot and there was like a thousand people in this group so I'm just like okay I'm gonna listen to this um, I I know a couple people that are in this group so I'm just like okay let's take a look to see what this is about there's like a thousand people in this group and the whole point of this room was for people to shoot their shot so some people would be like hey I want to shoot my shot with you know Gary uh, he's the founder of you know Dispo and I want to make a connection and maybe ask him five questions because I love that app but also the other side to this was hey I see I'm um, Jessica's in this room room and I want to slide into your DMs and people did stuff like that so there's both sides like the professional sides like making a connection maybe in your industry but also the like trying to um, connect with somebody on a personal level slide into their DMs one of the funniest groups of all time one of the funniest rooms I've ever seen on Clubhouse people were getting rejected on Clubhouse it was absolutely insane and I saw a couple I heard a couple people get rejected and then the moderators of this group would play like music like womp 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 after they got rejected and I'm just like what is going on this is the wild west absolutely hilarious I think it's on tonight I think it's on like every Friday it's on at like midnight and I just came across it when I was going to bed and I just listened to it for like an hour it was hilarious it was honestly so funny and you know they kept bringing people different people up on the stage so that they can shoot their shot and some of the people were just getting rejected it was absolutely insane it was very very interesting so I highly recommend it if you're on the app you know look out for that um, that room it is so funny so funny and the moderators were absolutely savage to people um, I love it I love it um, Clubhouse definitely has some interesting things um, aside from like the serious stuff like some people are really extra on Clubhouse too like you know we don't not everybody needs to sit you know not everybody cares about your opinion on you know uh, how to grow your startup and some people are really aggressive on Clubhouse you'll see that like people like 
try to portray themselves as an expert when they're you know not an expert in that field and it's you know some people like you see literally like people like fighting and stuff in these clubhouse rooms sometimes but there's like some really good ones as well like things like the the shoot your shot one that's hilarious even like some celebrities go on it like tim dylan he has like he had david spade on the other day and that was like a cool conversation they're talking about nfts which is like this new thing this crypto art which is pretty crazy um and they were just like having a discussion that was like kind of cool um but then you have like the other side of clubhouse where it's just people just absolutely crazy and they're just fighting with other people or just trying to um, sell their online course that makes them money but won't make you any money and that's just a common thing across all social media you get that you know people trying to sell you stuff but also people trying to act like experts when they're not experts it's just a very weird thing social media because you know it's just one of those things this is how it is and that's one of the things that annoys me so i never go into those rooms those ones are annoying um but you know that group actually kills me and those are the things that you got to look forward to you know especially during the pandemic find those things that make you um laugh things that you enjoy and that was something that i just stumbled across i'm just like this is hilarious i'm gonna listen to this every single week it's so good um but with that being said um you know i hope everybody's doing well with this pandemic um you know, this is a short podcast today. We're just checking in, just making sure everybody's good. Uh, but, you know, lots of stuff on the go with life, with work, with training, trying to get beast. You know, the warm weather is finally here. Hopefully I can go outside, start running, start biking outside a little bit. And, um, you know, make sure that you set yourself up for the summer, the spring. If you're planning on getting into a sport in the spring, get into it. It's all up to you right? If you're planning on getting into biking, get yourself a bike, you know, check out relentlessbikes.com. Simple plug. But also, you know, if you're looking to get into biking or running, get into that stuff. It's the weather's finally getting a little bit better, you know, get into it slowly. And that's something that I always recommend to everybody. Get into these things slowly. Don't overdo your first time and then you never go back. So don't try to do 10K right off the bat. Start slowly. Start with a kilometer walk. Get your fitness there and then gradually increase the mileage. I say that with everything, whether it's biking or running. Um, just don't overdo it your first few times because, you know, you don't want to hurt yourself. You don't want to get an injury or you don't want to just get unmotivated because your body hurts the next eight days. And that's a common thing. People always ask me, Brad, does your body hurt after these hard workouts? Absolutely. Every single time. Um, but that's just all part of it. But I use a lot of recovery products, actually. I use leg compression. I use massage gun. If you're looking for an awesome massage gun, check out Lots of plugs today, but this is what I use. Massage gun. And also, you know, I use foam rollers as well. Lots of stretching. Um, and um, yeah, no, these are the things that you need to do in order to recover from those workouts. You know, protein shakes, um, recovery drinks, right? These are all things that will help you recover so you can do the exact same effort the next day. And it's something that a lot of people neglect, right? Recovery from a workout, whether it's massage guns or, you know, simply taking a protein shake or stretching. I don't know why people don't stretch. It always confuses me. Stretching or yoga. Get your body flexible. Make sure that you're actually stretching your body. That's essential um, to reduce injuries, but also to recover from a workout. Very important stuff. But with that being said, we're going to end off today's podcast. I appreciate everybody for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe um, to the podcast. I appreciate it. Feel free to leave a review on iTunes. If you enjoy the podcast, I would appreciate that. Um, but also check out the video podcast on my YouTube page, YouTube 
youtube.com slash Bradley Thompson vlogs and stay tuned for some future live streaming of me just racing um, bikes. You know, some people stream Call of Duty. Some people stream FIFA. Some people stream Tour de France video games. I stream Zwift racing and RGT cycling. Me actually doing the racing and putting in the effort. So not just clicking buttons, it's me dying on my bike and you can watch that live. So that's pretty cool. Um, but with that being said, the question of the day, the question of the day, I would say, um, based on all the stuff that we talked about today, would be maybe, why are you making excuses? Why are you making excuses? So that goes back to the Jocko Willenick Extreme Ownership book. Why are you making excuses? Are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it for others? Why are you making excuses? Think about that question. Think about it. And then I want you to reflect. Right? Why are you making excuses? Is it for yourself? Is it for other people? Think about that question and reflect. And make a change. Make a positive change in your life. Now, some people do these exercises where they don't make excuses, where they say, I'm not going to make excuses for the next 24 hours. I'm not going to make excuses for the next week. And that's actually a very powerful exercise to actively think about not making excuses, to call yourself out when you're trying to make an excuse. I would recommend everybody trying that out. That's an old Tim Ferriss experiment. Give yourself 24 hours. Do not make a single excuse. With that being said, Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. Until next time, we're going to have some guests on soon. So stay tuned for that. Athletes, entrepreneurs, get ready for that. It's going to be dope. With that being said, we'll catch you all later. Have a great day and enjoy the weather. Get outside. It's beautiful. Okay? Keep on keeping on and never stop, never stopping. Peace out. Canadian dream.